in California for about 10 years and I lived in Castro Valley for 10 years. I don't like claiming either because it was like half and half. Mm-hmm. But you feel me? So I just say East Bay and it's just easier that way. For sure. But yeah. yeah. Real, yeah real Bay Area kid. I was barting everywhere. So Facts. I feel like everything counts. Shout out Bart, man. You really got Shout out Bart. Connected. Still taking it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Y'all got it, y'all got it easy out here. It's Couple cards on there. Yeah, I got that the shit trolley. free. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's I'm gonna take the trolley. No one be Quit taking little, the trolley. That shit is like looks so all historic and shit. Mobbing down the street. Y'all, I, I, I never took a trolley in my life. Yeah, the city one. Nah, I, ain't I see him. <laughs> see all the tourists. I see that thing spin around, and you know what I'm saying. And that's exactly how it is. Like when you get tourists, that's gonna do that. You like. You know, I also never been to Alcatraz. Oh, Me neither. Man. That's crazy. Shit. Yeah. I've been to Grizzly like twenty times. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's number one. Did you um like move out like as soon as you like was uh like born like from first school or was it like? Uh no, I lived there for like three years probably. Uh, but my my mom's worked in the city all my life. Like no matter what job she was doing, she was always in the city. So even when I lived in Stockton, I was out here twice a week because uh we would come see her on Wednesdays and on the weekends. We go get burritos in the mission and go mm-hmm. like kick it at one of the marinas. So low key, my parents taught me to kick it at views. Now that I think about it, that's <laughs> yeah. wild. Your parents were ahead of the game. Like, the you know what? These are the finer things in life. Yeah. Eat a burrito. Look at a pretty view. Like, that is the finer things in life. People. Eat a burrito <laughs> and look at something beautiful. Today. Man, shout out Los Gallos in the in the mission. That's my. That's yeah, my shit. That's well, well, that's awesome. I don't know. Uh, I want to say it's twenty fourth or sixteenth. I always mix them up. Mm-hmm. Cause it's Somewhere right around. next to the bar station, and I've gotten off the wrong bar station so many goddamn times. Yeah, yeah I haven't figured it out. Not great with directions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we always make it, you know. Give a little, give a little jog to the next uh, block. Hey, shout out. Yeah, right. <laughs> shout out, Siri. Yeah, I hope you utilize that. <laughs> Man, I took my friend to uh, to try this guy this recently, and I got off on the wrong stop. You'd think I would know this by now, but I don't. And he was like, "Where is it?" And I was like. See, and then we ended question. up walking like seven blocks because, you know. So it's always adventure time with you, so I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, always, always. It's always <laughs> a good time, like, though. It's always adventure time. Or something. <laughs> should make a vlog. I just, I've, I've had so many people tell me to make a vlog, but like, I'm a very in-the-moment kind of person. I don't like to be on my phone like that when I'm around other people. Right. So I feel like 
I don't know, like, I can't be walking through Walmart like, what's up, bitches? Yeah. Like, this is me. Like, nah, yeah. that's uh, never I happening. I, I can have somebody else do it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm doing it. I'm kind of like, yeah. Yeah. hiding behind the detergent. Yeah. I got a couple, like, friends that are YouTubers and shit, and I'm like, great. Don't worry. <laughs> hey, if you can get the bag in that, get the persona, right? I, I'm sure it's great. It's just like, I feel like I will get myself caught up doing dumb shit. I'm, I don't need it. I don't need this. You catch yourself in the middle of Walmart in a damn yeah. dinosaur one. What's up, guys? And you just think like, Man. Man, I'm really in this motherfucker. Hey, you look back what am I doing with my time? You edit in your little videos. You see that shit. <laughs> You're just looking at yourself yeah, in two in the morning. I'm trying to play Walmart thing. Bingo. Y'all heard of that? Nah, Walmart Bingo. Walmart Bingo. I heard about it when I was like in high school, and I always want to play it, but all my friends were always like, "Why do you want to?" Like, I think it'd be hella funny though. There's literally, if you look up Walmart Bingo. Um, just Google. There are literally bingo cards that come up, and it's like, like somebody with a rat tail and like a chicken cookie monster pajamas, <laughs> and like some like like a wheelchair unattended in an aisle. Right. I have seen all of those things at Walmart multiple <laughs> times. Like it's weird as hell, but I was you like, damn, that's <laughs> random and like consistent at Walmart. The cookie monster, yeah, I've yeah. either seen. Somebody in Cookie Monster pants, or they are hung up in Walmart. You know what's weird about that though? I had never seen anybody sell Cookie Monster pajamas, but Besides I've seen Walmart? them in every hood I've ever been in. It's like, where you getting this shit from? <laughs> like, where are you shopping? <laughs> it really sell out too quick. That's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> like this shit is never in my life. In like, you would think they learned by now. Like, damn, people are gonna look at me and be like, "That's a bitch in Cookie Monster pajamas," but nah. You would think maybe they want more clout at that. I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to understand it. We're not a big too deep into hey, the fucking cookie, cookie monster. Sesame Street? Shout out Sesame Street? Yeah, shout out Sesame Street. I would wear Big Bird ones. Yeah, I would Big Bird the homie. Big Bird. Now, was it, um, like, growing up in Stockton, what was that like? Um, it's weird because I was a kid still. So, like, I don't, I don't, that's why I say I don't like to claim it because it's, like, I feel like Stockton has so many connotations to it. And, like, I grew up in kind of both sides. I always had really good parents around, so it was like, I had a good head on my shoulders and like I had good role models, but I also grew up across the street from a meth house. So it was like, you feel me? Like there was a always that uh, side to things, but it was also like they, I was able to still have a very, from what I think is normal life. And then I moved to Krakow Valley and like all these, you know, I just, it was very, it's a very like white and Asian place and like going from like hella Mexicans and hella black kids, like there was to like to like just all white and Asian was just so weird to me. And I hated Cash Valley for the longest. Like I got bullied for fucking everything. Like my hair, my the way I talked, like everything. But I didn't realize a lot of that shit wasn't normal. Like when I moved to Cash Valley, uh, we rented a, a two-story house and I was like, oh we're rich. Like that was that was like the height of luxury. I was like, oh shit, there's stairs. That's crazy. Like there's another level. <laughs> We got, we got like a tri-level too, so it's like three stairs to the kitchen, and then there's like the stairs. Yeah, and I was like, oh, like we're fucking yeah, living the up. good life, man. Awesome. Man, so that's like, I mean, you feel me? We grew up really broke, but my parents always made it work. Like, we were the kids like running around the, the yard with the hose, you feel me? Like, yeah, like doing dumb if shit. If you didn't drink water from the water hose, you probably got COVID. Honestly, you'll get your yeah, immunity. Yeah, get your immunity. Get your immunity up. Come on. Get your immunity up. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta get your calcium shit. in your calcified water hose. Cal yeah. Calcified. Calcified. That means is like that the calcium is the fluoride. Fluoride buildup. This motherfucker yeah. just melted oh, that to me. <laughs> <laughs> he said lime. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Calcified. Thank you, crowd. Yeah, thank calcified. you, crowd. Why? <laughs> calcified. I'm going to start using that. Is that, I appreciate Calcified's a word. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I feel like somebody's going to be like, that's not a word. I'm going to be like, yeah, I bet. I super yeah, eat. Look it up. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Bitch. Calcified. Calcified. Calcified hose water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a Yo, real 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 real. <laughs> <laughs> So, Castro Valley. A stock thing. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I, I know where you're going. It's okay. I, I got you. Uh, it's like the uh, it's like the best of both worlds. I feel like I feel like I saw enough of the hood and enough of the suburbs to where it was like I I feel very balanced. Like in no matter where the, like where I go, I can talk to people and I'm cool. Like I'm very I've always been told talk I'm very people. personable and I've always liked people a lot. But it don't matter where I go, I know how to talk to people and I'm just yeah. I don't I don't really. I don't know. I don't get like as nervous as I feel like I did as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. I can go to Safeway and be like, "Hi, how are you?" And right. then like, you feel me? And then go to Oakland and be like, "What's up?" Like yeah. you like, and it's, I'm like very comfortable in either setting. You um, can talk to the Karens. You know? yeah. yeah, you know they like me kind of. It's yeah. all right. You can talk uh, to the Karens. <laughs> I don't know. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, you know, I think it's also it's not just that I work or that I uh, lived in Cashville. I worked at Cheesecake Factory. And I still do mm. technically. But, uh, you know, right. COVID shit. Like, yeah, so I don't on. really, but I do. No, uh, but I, you deal with so much, like, that clientele. Mm-hmm. So, like, you feel when people walk in, I'd be like, hi, ma'am, how can I help you today? Yeah. And, like, you get very good at that voice and, like, yeah. switching into that voice. Like, oh, that, that's, like, the main thing I feel like I got out of, like, living in both mm-hmm. places is code switching. Because I still hang out with all my partners from Stockton. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's on some cool shit. I, I reconnected with them after like almost 10 years of not seeing any of them and it, like we're all still like homies like shit like like not a day mm-hmm. passed you feel me so and your real friends, yeah sure. and honestly but i don't it's a really, test of time yeah i don't really kick away from Castro Valley like that yeah. all my friends that i've met in Castro Valley are from hayward and like yeah. oakland and random ass places they got transferred in you know i feel like stockton too got like a lot of like music people who like going up right now like, yeah, yeah sure. I got I had the privilege of working with Haiti Baby last year, which was cool. Hey, I baby, found baby. I found out like he like grew up damn near in the same neighborhood as me, which was really like a weird as hell because like my brother and me were big fans, so that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really, I mean, I don't, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna pretend like I pay attention to that like I seen uh, at all because I I'm, I don't be out there like that anymore, but. Mm-hmm. You know it, it also seemed like the scene that's coming out that it's strict almost like some gangster like type it's, yeah, it's <laughs> like, like that. So. I very I very much noticed about myself, like especially in the last like year or two, whatever I'm listening to is how I'm gonna write. So if I'm listening to hell like rap like rap and hood shit, I'm gonna start writing like that and then I'm like, okay, this isn't even like I'm I'm a very nice person. Like this right. doesn't fit me. But yeah, like I'm cool with it, but I don't act like that. So you feel me? I I rather like I listen to everything, but like you feel me? Like well, before the interview, we were talking about like the fact that I listen to like a lot of Motown. I, mm-hmm. I listen to like a lot of like singers, but like OG shit. So to me, like I just I really appreciate like just instrumentation and stuff. I'm trying to teach mm-hmm. myself instruments and stuff that I never got to learn. I just bought my first guitar. Like you feel me? Like all that stuff. Like that's like what I appreciate more. So I didn't really pay attention to the rap scene like that. Um, I feel like the only rap scene I ever paid attention to was Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely a certain culture. pride about it for sure. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah, I think it's because of the pride of it. Cause mm-hmm. I don't think I honestly, if I grew up anywhere else, I don't think I don't see myself like being as into it as I am. But like you play Mac Dre around me, like we're, yeah. we're going. Yeah, it's a different part taps in for sure. Yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. like if there's a, there's for sure a pride to it. Yeah, 
Like, let's dig into uh, like your influences. Like, you said obviously Newtown instrumentals, but like, are you listening more so listening to people who are strictly just doing like, like bands, or is it like also something different? I genuinely like if I feel like people say this so much now, but if you look through my Apple Music right now, you would be so confused. Like, I, <laughs> like if you just press <laughs> shuffle, you would not know how the fuck to feel. That's, that's, that's how I like that. Yeah, like, I, my, my partner was just making fun of me the other day because he saw my gym playlist and was like, why did you go from, like, Whitney Houston to, like, Quando Rondo? Like, how does right. that even make sense? On the workout but, playlist. Yeah, like, like, like Whitney fucking, I have playlist. nothing to double C's. Like, that doesn't make sense at all. But I'm just shocked that Whitney's on the playlist. Yeah, man, you know, you don't even be like you, you like trying to push up and like, ah, like <laughs> you gotta, you gotta get the intensity. You feel me? You gotta like all right that with it. <laughs> and he hit it though. <laughs> he kept the no. He kept the no. always. See, you ask him, but you get it clearly. I love Whitney Houston. Exactly. <laughs> you can work out to Whitney Houston. If I really tapped in, yeah, about to clean some shit. I really, well, I don't, yeah. I'll be getting into music, though, so I really, like, I really listen. Like, oh, mm-hmm. if I find a new artist or somebody, like, recommends somebody to me, I'll really sit down with one of their projects and listen to, like, I did that recently with, I think, uh, oh, fuck, I don't know why, I'm just forgetting his name, PJ, PJ Morton? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, Alpha Five, the drummer. Yeah, he's raw. Like, all of his shit is just so well composed. Uh, Anderson Pac, I've I've always really loved, and I feel like he doesn't get as much love because he's had he has such a huge catalog that it's just like it doesn't get dived hey, into. He gets his love around this motherfucker. He gets his love around this No, he for sure gets love. I'm just saying, like, there's so much untapped that people don't even know. Like, yeah. his biggest fans probably are still like trying to like God, God, that more they're like trying to go through Venice. they're still trying to go through Malibu they're trying to he did it yeah, yeah he did an interview where they were like what happens when you run out of places in LA and he was like I don't know real talk <laughs> you go to fucking Montana or some shit hey, it's all good. he could just make a new Brothers album we accept them down there it's gonna be like Malibu oh, yeah. too Ooh, that'd be fire man. it's a pack of Orleans yeah <laughs> I remember when I first heard it in the song Heart Don't Stand a Chance was the first song I ever heard by him and I was like Hard don't stand a chance. Mm-hmm. Love that song. For sure. What do you like? Like, what's like? Why do you feel like you gravitate towards like like Motown and that type of like music? Uh, so we were just talking about how I grew up in Stockton. We grew up very like we were broke. So you feel me? And and back in my day, you feel me? We had CDs and shit. So like it was that, and like we barely were making it to LimeWire. So like Mm -hmm. it was uh. It was like 12 bucks for one CD. You don't even know if you're going to like all the songs on the CD. Yeah. So my mom's, uh, I loved reading when I was a kid. And I've always loved words and just like writing and all that. So my mom's would take me to the library. And we started this thing where we would get, we would get a, like a bunch of CDs from like the greatest hits or whatever. And we'd come back home, download it on another CD, and just rip the shit and then return it back. <laughs> uh, which I still have all these CDs, by the way, that we ripped. And like I and I have Whitney Houston's greatest hits. Let's go. Uh, my first, the first CDs I ever owned were Whitney Houston's greatest hits, Eminem's Encore, and like okay. Fantasia. So oh, it was like Fantasia's so random. Stupid. Her first album. I was. I, I think mine was. Uh, I don't. I don't know the hell the name of it was because I just remember the picture of like her and like it's like a black and white picture and the that's Fantasia and pink mm-hmm. but uh yeah. yeah like you know how everybody credits uh Destiny's Child Soldier with them liking like 
that like style i don't know i was always like hood boy was my shit like yeah, that was my song i was like seven my dad was like why are you singing that and i was like don't worry about it man i i love that song like i love yeah. when i see you i i, I like baby making hips all the all those songs on there and then i also knew like all of eminem's raps which is probably why i got better at like you feel me rhyming and, and shit like yeah. that because goes so fast and like I don't even and listen to him like as much yeah. Yeah. but I always yeah I always really respected his songwriting and like and so I really appreciated that and that was Encore was when he was still like uh, what was his alter ego Slim Shady Some so I was like yeah, was I almost said Stan that's a song crazy. Yeah. yeah but like that was when he was still like you know without me and all that stuff so I was when he was like really just like cute yeah. and like people like those are the songs everybody still knows to this day you play mm -hmm. that shit you he know one of the first rappers that I for sure was like on yeah, a lot of people. I feel like people hate on him a lot now, but I'm like, he's still nah, raw. He, he, like, there's too many gaps in rap to yeah. Man, for sure, for sure, for sure. he, he might be a little old. You know what I'm saying, talking a lot of shit. He gotta be around 1990. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? Gotta be a 90s baby. He's got damn 2019. Because my dad still jokes about that. He's like, she knew all these rap. Like she was rapping Eminem in the back seat at like seven years old, and I was like, that's wild. Like now, think about that now. Like uh, that? Why were you letting me listen to that? That's <laughs> crazy, man. Yeah, but yes, I still have that big ass CD book, and that's how I learned a lot of like, older shit because they don't have new CDs at the library. You know? yeah. So like, I would get old stuff. Like I, uh, I had Diana Ross. I had Amy Winehouse. Mm. It wasn't old at the time, but it was just like a, a, a lot of the shit that was like huge and like very pivotal in like different uh, genres, which I still to this day get. Um, like compared to Amy a lot, like, and I love that. I'm, I'm a mm -hmm. huge fan, but I think it's funny because out of all those CDs, I think Amy Winehouse's was the only one that for the longest time as a kid, I didn't really listen to. I had, I knew like Rehab and Back to Black and that was right. it. And then I went back way later and listened to the whole album and I was like, she is wrong. Like, this is yeah, so cool. cool. Like, I personally like never really like listened to her. So. Like I heard her name and understood like that it really touched a lot of people. Yeah. Like, I understood. Like, She's why. a uh, Mark Bronson is somebody I really want to work with. Like he's just a like him, like Quincy. Like there's just certain producers and and that like talents that I would love to work with one day. Um, but like he did such a great job with her and like I don't and I just loved her songwriting. Like the way she really integrated like jazz and like the soul in her voice was just like. Mm -hmm raw to me and like even the documentaries about her trips me out because she really didn't even want to be famous like she said she didn't want to be famous and i just think that's like that's a trip because she i mean she didn't like it, it anyway but kind of, yeah. you feel me like it was very much about the music for her and i think that really showed mm -hmm. and i think that's like why she was such a powerful person because there are people that did music like her but they didn't have that same heart in it you know mm -hmm. what i mean and it like it really shined through a lot more yeah. So you're compared to that. <laughs> you feel your I, no, I mean, uh, voice-wise, like how I sound when I sing. Um, but you I uh, your music's bridging the gap. Like, um, I don't honestly. I, I would. I wouldn't put it to Amy. I don't think that I sound. No. My sound is very much like Amy. I think I sound a lot more pop, and she was a lot more jazz. And I, right. I almost feel like that's disrespectful to her. Like I wouldn't. She, no, I she really like. You feel yeah. me? I was. I was more saying your sound's bridging the gap with different like genres. So yeah, for sure. On, yeah. I get told that a lot. Uh, I honestly, I don't know. I, I've always struggled with that question. Like, what genre are you? But like, because yeah, I heard reggae, I heard yeah. you know what I'm saying Afrobeat, I heard some, <laughs> all types of shit. I like it. I, I had. I, love the, I, broad, I never know how to answer the, the influence question because like my pops is from Fiji, my mom's mm -hmm. is from Mexico, 
uh, we, my dad descends from India. I was born in the Bay. Mm. They met at Sears. Like, I, like we had the randomest fucking life. Like, I don't, I don't know. So, you feel me? My pops would come, and then my dad was a DJ on top and of your that. Pops so, started a whole family. Man, your mom at Sears. My- <laughs> His whole life started at Sears. Sears. I might be wrong. It might have been a different department store. I don't know. He was lost. She sold jewelry. Love at first sight. Wasn't. But Sears. Walking through the tires. Apparently, my dad was trying to get a mom's for a very long time. Yeah, when I car in Sears. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. uh, You gonna throw it? Oh shit! For a minute. Good job to the audience. Oh yeah, no, he like so he would play my pops would play reggae because he grew up in the island, so like you know, Bob Marley reggae. Yeah. Well, not just Paul Polynesia, just reggae in general. Like, there's literally a famous reggae artist named Fiji. Oh, he's he's like I don't listen. Leave me alone. Yeah, no, it's it's very. I mean, I don't know. Like, I've never been to Fiji. I can't be like, oh, it's huge there, you know. But I assume I know my pops grew up on a lot of reggae and like. Uh, I've always had a family history of music too, so like my pops was a DJ, uh, and to this day, like he tells me, my grandpa, who he passed when I was like one, but uh, apparently, like back in the day when they had cassettes, do mm. you feel me? He would make cassettes for like the neighborhood, like like his neighbors or whatever. So he would just put like whatever he thought was like cool, mm-hmm. and like he had traveled like damn near all of Europe. Cause my my grandpa ran away to attend Oxford University, mm. uh, and like so, fucking like. Man, he didn't. He he didn't want to work on the farm, so he like he really like hopped on a fucking boat because you can't like just run away from an island, right. you know. And um, That's crazy. yeah, and he let he let. Let me get the nearest boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next stop. Hey, hand me that, pass me that oar over there, like. Nice. <laughs> 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 hey, shout out to the grass, man. showed up one day with bags of bags of cassettes and yeah. it's like a lot of it's Indian music because you feel me like that was they all speak Indian and everything but like uh it's also like random radio records I tried to like clean the garage out and I, and I went through a lot of the cassettes and it's like I don't know it's, it's random and, and weird but it's like it all very much cultivated my family like because yeah. my mom listened to mariachi but then my mom also likes shit like Amy Winehouse and like jazz and like blues Mm-hmm. Uh, like me and my mom listen to like Howlin' Wolf together, and like, uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, and yeah, my pops would be reggae, uh, Bollywood music, which I fucking hated when I was a kid. Nah, I kind of still hate it. I'm still like, I like, I like Bollywood, but at the same time, it's just so corny. I'm like, oh, what the hell? Like, <laughs> I just feel like it'd be hard to digest as a kid. I think, too. I think like, most most right? Indians could tell you that though. Like, I feel like most Indians feel this. At least American-born Indians are like, mm-hmm. why? Like that was like just the acting. You sometimes is just so bad, but it's so <laughs> funny. Like, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, we had a lot of you know influences. I mean, my dad's studio as a music producer was in the Tenderloin, so he was working with rap oh, artists. Shit. And then on the side, he'd do EDM because they liked, like, techno was huge in that mm-hmm. day. And, like, uh, right. hip-hop breaking, you feel me, like, that, like, world. My dad used to cruise down 
I don't there's some street in the city he's gonna get mad at me and be like it was this and this I don't care oh, um, you, <laughs> it's like that was that was the shit back then like cool <laughs> but uh yeah like we just had so much like different music around the house at all times and then you feel me like and then me and my brother would go to school and we hear rap and like R&B and so it was like you have literally every genre in the world damn near in yeah. one household um, and That's then on side, like, DJ, yeah, he's yeah. definitely got a fucking collection. Uh, so. We had records, we had cassettes, we had CDs, like everything. And then on top of that, we had a studio in the garage. Yeah. So it was That's just fun. like, it was very, yeah. Yeah, music is definitely a passion in your family. Man, yeah. yeah. my mom's my mom's a painter, so it was yeah. like just very much Art creative. General, yeah. yeah, anything anything creative. Like me and my girls made vision boards this year, and yeah. we left a glue gun at their house, Duh. and they all came over and they're like, she, my mom immediately. Who has the glue gun? They're like, whoa. <laughs> like, why is it this serious? What's on the vision board for this year? Um, I really want to travel, which I know is like kind of a dead end right now because of COVID. I, want to I hope I watch this in a couple months and we're like, yeah, that happened. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm watching uh, this goddamn shit. Man, I would love to go to the homeland. Damn. Uh, yeah, no, I have that. I, I really like the chart on Billboard this year. I have so many projects coming out with some very talented people. Uh, I've, I've really been Full able to... Full-length projects? Or huh? Full-length projects? Full-length projects. Uh, wow. I got two EPs in the works right now, and I got a deluxe album coming on March 9th. Stay tuned. Uh, yes, Stay tuned. Stay I got a, the, tuned. Our first single off that album is coming out uh, in a week, or we'll be performing it for this this show. You know? mm, yes, sir. Yes, I'm, I'm excited. We have, we have so many releases coming in. It, it's hard to like push as an independent artist, especially like yeah. uh, in the Bay where like music is saturated. Every, like Everybody loves music here. It's, just, yeah. it's part of our culture. It's part of how we grew up. You feel me? But I don't know. Like I just feel good about this. You know? Like yeah, We've been sure. working so hard. I, I've had so many like cool people like join my team or just join uh, like my company, I guess. And like I've really gotten to work mm -hmm. with some really talented people. And... Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, support the dream. Yeah, support the vision. yeah. And, and like, it, and it's good too. It's no egos, it's no bullshit. It's really like we sit down just like this, mm -hmm. kick it for a minute, and then you feel me? Like, all right, yeah. chop it up. What, what can you, what can you bring out right now? We'd be right, in the studio exactly. till like what five in the morning, just, just riffing on guitars and all that. And I'm sitting yeah. in the corner because I don't play guitar yet, and like, right. <laughs> we, can't we worry yet. Yeah. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. but yeah. So like, I, I feel like. There's a lot on my vision board, but mm -hmm. I feel like it's all attainable, and I made sure, like, yeah. you know, I really, when, I make one every year since for, like, the last, like, four years, and uh, I very much work, like, I use it to the point where, like, I look at it every day, and I'm like, all right, like, how, what am I doing today that's going to get me to that goal? Right. Yeah. You feel me? That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Speaking of uh, your passion for music, your first words out of your accent was, well, if Kanye can do it, I can do it. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Um, if that don't scream passion and drive for something, yeah, that's uh, that's major. I it's hard for me to give credit to that because I'm also just like a sarcastic asshole, like twenty four seven. Like that's like high key my whole personality. Well, if you haven't been able to figure it out, people. man, like. <laughs> so car accident wasn't gonna change. So yeah, no, like I broke my whole face and was like my like they're like oh like you like I got like five surgeons in the room and my parents. And, like, the surgeons are telling, like, they're, like, trying to rush me into surgery, and they're like, you need to know, like, you might not come out of this alive, you're never going to talk the same, you're never going to sing the same, you're not going to look the same, all this shit, right? And my mom's, like, in tears, which makes this so much worse, because, like, this is what came out of my mouth, but, like, I looked at my dad, and I was like, well, if Connie could do it, I could do it, too. 
And my dad is like, the hell is wrong with you? Like, oh, my mom's My mom probably would have smacked the shit out of me. My face is already broken, though, so she can't. Like, I don't know. Like, I, that's always... My dad was a Marine, so I guess I could credit, to, credit it to that. Like, mm. my family's always been, like, take it to the chin. And, like, I'm very much... I very much got that from my pops, where it's just like, whatever happens, like, we don't deal with it. Yeah. I'm alive. Like, shit. Yeah. If I could be alive right now, we, we got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Uh, like four fucking surgeries later, mm. I look kind of the same. It's like an involuntary nose job. Hey, I don't see nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the doctors, man. man. Y'all are in y'all bag. She Shout looks amazing, man. Lessons. You know what I'm saying? All credit to God, man. All credit to Jesus That that accent changed a lot for me though, because I was already working on music. I had a whole album ready to come out. Like two days before the accident happened, we shot my first album cover. Uh, that album was going to be called Silver Linings. It never came out because I, after I kind of realized that I was also working on people that weren't really, uh, that weren't really like affecting my vision properly. You feel me? Like they had their own ideas for what I should do. I had a lot of people that wanted me to work off like, oh, you're Indian. You're this, you're that. I was like, okay, I don't speak Hindi. I don't know shit about shit with Indians, Mexican. Like I don't, I'm very Americanized in every way. And I grew up in a mixed family. So it wasn't even like, oh, like we celebrated the Wally by like, getting sweets and that was it like i don't know anything about like i'm horrible at all that so like you feel me i i really um i don't know it was pushing a voice that wasn't like your voice yeah like it, it wasn't coming out the way i wanted it to so when i got in that car accident like i remember getting out the car and sitting on a curb and like i really did think i was gonna die because like i broke my jaw on top of like everything else so like i didn't feel all this because i had hella nerve damage i just felt right here and i could like I feel like it's so out of pocket, but I don't really get like I don't know like a fucked up stomach. I don't I don't have an uneasy stomach like that. But like I would like I could like feel myself swallowing blood, so I'm like and then my head's fucked up because all this was gone, like because uh, glass cut my hair and shit. So I was like I'm thinking like I just smashed my head in, like I'm finna die. And the first thing like the only thing I'm like damn like I didn't even get to release music that I really was proud of and that I really liked like. I got shit on my album music from when I was like 13 that I like, I wrote it, but it wasn't executed the way I wanted to. And like, I'm not proud of it. It's just a growth thing, which is why mm -hmm. I leave it up. But uh, now you feel me after that car accident. I mean, I was in recovery for a minute and all that stuff. I also kind of just wilded out even more than I already was. But like, <laughs> but I, I feel like I came into myself a lot because you, you feel me, you have this moment with yourself where you're like, like, this was it. Like this yeah. was this was your 19 years of life, and this is all you did. The fuck you, you got a GED. Like that was, and I barely did that, so I didn't go to class. Like so, I I had so much more to accomplish after that, and I feel like it was like a big driving force where it was just like, I don't care about boyfriends and all that stuff. Like I want an album. I want to be touring. I want to be like I want to have those experiences. That's what's really important to me. I want to build a team that's my family. You feel me? And because I didn't like, I like I said, I didn't identify with like my Indian and Mexican like people. Uh, so for me, like music heads were always my family, no matter where I went. Mm -hmm. So I feel like after that accident, like after I got out, like clean up all like the perks and shit that they put me on, like after that, it was just very much like go go go. My whole team mm -hmm. was like chill the fuck out because you you should still be on bed rest, like all this stuff. Yeah. My recovery was supposed to be. <clears throat> Two and a half years, so technically I just got cool again, um, but I was also called like a miracle child, and I had a lot of, uh, like a couple of my doctors told me like, you know, I think it was like your attitude and like your spirit, you, you kept like a good, 
uh, intention throughout it all, and you were like, nah, like, fuck that, I'm gonna be fine, kind of thing. What was your mother's uh, name for you as a kid? Chingona. That's the name of that one. That's actually also why that name changed. I was literally, yeah, I was sitting at my uh, my dinner table, like, uh, like, like, just in, like, wraps and scar and, like, whatever, uh, the gauze and shit, and I was, like, <laughs> I was probably, like, like drinking my fucking meal, because I was on a liquid diet for, like, five months, and my mom, I, my mom said something, I had some sarcastic ass response, she's like, yeah, I ain't even gonna, and, like, walks away, and I was, like, that's it. Silver lining's corny as shit. Why would I ever, like, you feel me? And then I was like, oh, like, that's perfect. Like, that's the name. You feel me? And so, like, I know, like, all my white friends are like, what's Chingrana mean? Like, uh, dude, all right. Like, yeah, like, hey, and that shit's blocked off on Apple Music, so you can't even see his thing. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know why either. It's bleeped out on Hey, Apple Music got a pocket for that, though, because uh, George Lopez has a special called Chingon, means the same thing. And it's not, I don't know why they censored mine. Like, because I've Fucking seen that name on, like, <laughs> every other, like, everywhere else it's written, it's fine. I don't know why they were like, oh, she's definitely cursing. Like, I am, but how do you know? Like, <laughs> what are you to say she can't curse on Apple Music? Apple yeah. Music. Apple what the fuck, fuck is wrong with you? Fuck y'all. <laughs> but not really, dog. No, I fuck up. <laughs> uh, during, like, that Chingona, like, process, mm -hmm. did you, like, build your team, like, kind of renewed? Because you got people who wasn't, like, uh, yeah, I, I did and I didn't. Because the people that were, like, kind of pushing me in, in all the different directions weren't, like, malintentioned. It was more so that, like, they just didn't get what I wanted for myself. So they, and it, and it was very, it was very pure intention. It was, it was very much like, oh, this is what's best for you. And then I got out that Carson and I was like, clearly it wasn't. Because no. we're not doing great right now. <laughs> like, and so, like, after that I was just like, look, I appreciate the feedback, like, that's great. I sat down with a couple of my different producers and I was like, I have ideas that I want to execute and I want to do it this way. And like, um, if you don't want to do it, that's fine. We can still work on what we're doing, but I'm going to do this whether you want to be a part of it or not. So it's up to you. Yeah. You feel me? But to command your vision for sure. Yeah, and and after that, like you feel me? I mean, I've always been loud as hell, but like that was very much I feel like when I owned uh, being like the boss of my own world versus just being an artist you feel mm -hmm. me that's when i feel like i really became independent versus just singer yeah. uh i think before that i was just a singer yeah, yeah. and that distinction was really important because it was like all right now i'm taking charge of what i want to do and so like me and my pops always work together on things and so now it's like it like we still work together on things but like mm -hmm. i've funded damn near all my projects i've done like all that stuff and like i've worked with like the most incredible teams like I've had people come on board who really just like love and support me like to crazy extents um, and I'm very blessed to have them around because the projects that are coming out right now are like hot fire man oh, I'm, really, fire. I'm really I'm really proud of it like we echo the echo music video was a $25,000 music video if we paid everybody and paid it for everything that we should have paid them that shit was busting too and <laughs> I think and I spent 10000 on it so like that like that's and that's how much like love that was shown and I have no reason to like hide that that's raw as fuck to me like that many people believed in me enough to be like we we got you you know yeah. what I mean like that's crazy that's yeah. sure. so that's not and I don't take that lightly at all like that's mm -hmm. that's a really like that was such a huge production um, yeah, like the space sure. alone was like three k so it was like just like yeah like <laughs> and it was an old ass mansion so we had to get yeah. a generator like there was hella shit and I like I really learned how to. You know, function on a production and, and um, shout out fucking Marco Cinematography because he like 
taught me so much that I didn't know and like it still continues to work with me today. We got another music video coming out on Valentine's Day. Like I, like there's just there's so much lovers. <laughs> <laughs> Love we can say that for now. <laughs> Songs called Karma for anyone that watches this in the future. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about lovers, but hey, I thought it would be a cool play because, like I said, I like to be, you know, a little sarcastic. Sarcastic. For sure. Yeah, but, yeah, no, but I, man, yeah, I could talk about that side of things all day because I have a great team that I just really like. Genuinely, they have so much love for. Like that's the family. Gotta have a great team. Though. So I sat back, I watched that video. And I was like, damn, like, it seemed like you put a lot into that shit. Like, even, like, when I, like, even behind the scenes and shit like that, I'm like, yo, like, that's fire. Like, that was did a you... fun day, man. <laughs> that was a crazy day. Up. That was the day that I was like, I'm going to make this shit happen. Like, no, I don't, I don't care. You feel me? Like, we're going to do this. And, I, like, it was really, it was a really good feeling to know that damn near everybody in that mansion was somebody that was, like, genuinely, like, Badass, yeah, yeah like that. Years. Like I have no doubt they're gonna be here in five years. You know what yeah. I mean? Versus like I've worked with plenty of people in the past where I'm like, like, yeah, like they they doing it, like you know yeah. what I mean? But they're not serious, and like it feels good to be around people that really take themselves seriously and they they're very passionate versus just doing it as a hobby. Yeah. And like I think that's a really important distinction where it's like, are you just doing it because it's fun, or are you doing it because you love it? Thanks. You know what I mean? Because sure. when did you uh, make that distinction? I, I got it. I had it easy. I had it really easy because I grew up around music and I knew I wanted to be a singer from such a young age. I didn't. I don't think I realized that until I was older. And my pops would tell me stories about like when I was little. But apparently, like we went on a walk after dinner one day, uh, and like me and him were talking, and I was like, you know, Dad, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna like live like with you guys when I'm older. And he was like, cool. <laughs> and my dad and I was like, actually no, like I'm gonna live in the house next door. And then he was like, great, like, sounds fantastic. Right. And then I was like, actually, you know what, you could just live in my house, because I'm not going to be home anyway. And he was like, where are you going to be? I was like, on tour. My job, I'm six or seven years old. So my dad's like, like, what? Touring? What? Like, what are you talking about? Who the fuck is going on tour? Who is hiring a baby right now to go on tour? What are you talking about? I had, apparently I had big ideas very young, but I mean, the first day that I really knew that this is what I wanted to to do for the rest of my life. I always had really like bad anxiety around people. Uh, but when I moved to Castro Valley, it was just horrible because I just did not fit. I stuck out like a sore thumb uh, at Candy Middle School. <laughs> and uh, I, I remember I lost a bet to one of my friends uh, that knew that I could sing. And he was like, well, if you lose, you have to trial for the talent show. And then I made it in the talent show. I don't want to do this. I was, I was terrified. And then I sang the song Girl on Fire. So I was like, well, if we're doing it, we're going to do it right. Yeah, she's uh, like Alicia Keys. Yeah, I love, I love Alicia Keys, too. So I was like, oh, yeah. I sang Girl on Fire by Nicki Minaj, or Nicki Minaj and Alicia Keys. And to this day, if I go back to that middle school, I still got staff that'll call me Little Alicia Keys. I got a standing ovation. Everybody lost their fucking minds because nobody knew I could sing. There's a video of this on uh, on YouTube somewhere. Oh, shit. And oh, uh, fine. <laughs> yeah, just a little clip right that there. Shit. It's funny because like now, like I know, like you know, I was off key in certain parts and all that shit. But like at the same time, I was like, okay, nah, I was pretty good for a fucking like what, like eight year old. I don't know what I was. Um, but you know, like. I think that was the moment because I remember everybody like I would they put me as the last act 
which was even worse because everybody already, you feel me, like, what if I did horrible? There's nothing to make you forget that I fucked yeah. up. You know what I mean? So I was like, I was shaking. I, I never forgot, like, how much my hands were shaking holding that mic. Damn, he just killed that shit. Everybody yeah. going, Yo, he did Chris Brown right now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, people was popping out with the Michael Jackson moves. I was no, like, I, yeah. I don't know how to do any of this. Like, and like, dude, motherfuckers was playing, like, sax and all that stuff. And I came out, my little ass, with the mic like this. <laughs> I was like, okay, guys, I'm going to sing now. Like, and then, yeah, and then I, I sang, and, and I the song ended. The whole stadium erupted. Uh, all my friends were like, I didn't know you could sing, whatever. Stadium. Like, you know, come, uh, stadium, not stadium, uh, gymnasium. Gymnasium. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> it, was, it felt like a fucking stadium at that at that age. Looking at everybody, I was like, "Oh my was god!" That night. Man. <laughs> Speaking but, of talent show, I had a one talent show moment. It was like a it was like a costume prize or whatever. I dressed up as Michael Jackson. <laughs> I had one. Line. Did you get like the glove and everything? I had the glove. I had the thriller jacket. Oh, that's hard. I need a picture of that on this and interview. My only two lines were, <laughs> "I'm Michael Jackson." And everybody went crazy. I swear to God, niggas was going stupid. It was like, oh my God! I fucking like whipped my leg off stage and walked off. That was it. I'm not, I just show would have lost my mind. That's hard. That's dumb. I swear to God. I'm probably telling you something. No, that's it. No, that's That'll be all, guys. Thank you. Yeah, I swear to God. He was the original drop mic cut. Yeah. Man. And that's dope, though. I want to see a picture of that. I would. Hope this video somebody looks somebody, up. Somebody, somebody gonna pull that up on you one day. It was random as fuck. Man, that <laughs> shit was so scary to me at that time though. I remember mm. I had a I had an anxiety attack right after that performance. Mm. But yeah. then after I finally got out over that, I was like, I want to do this forever. Yeah. And everyone was like, Are you okay? Like, I probably it's probably because too like if your pops was already in like industry, your mom was creative. Like you was almost like. Yeah. Well, my dad made it fucking hard because every I would come, I was like twelve years old, and he'd be like, "You're only, you're already twelve. <laughs> what does that mean?" Like now, thinking about that, like that's a crazy amount of pressure to put on a child. Right. Like <laughs> I'm already twelve. Yeah, I'm twelve. Yeah. Like what am I supposed to have accomplished? Like sorry, I don't have a Grammy <laughs> by now. Damn. You gonna but... have to start carrying weight. Before we go, we're going to have to hit you with some lightning facts. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're going to hit you with a couple off the top random questions. So first, Fergie or Amy Winehouse? Oh, wait. Like, better or like closer to me? Like, well, what's the question? Your, your preference? Uh, Amy. Oh, no. For sure. Especially after that uh, NBA playoff uh, tobacco. We don't talk about that. Yeah, we don't talk we about that. We're just not going to talk about that. Uh, I want to meet her one day. <laughs> let's let's <laughs> leave that alone. <laughs> Greg, you didn't do great. Fucked up the black eyed peas. Greg, you didn't do great. Fucked up the black eyed peas. You get a plus one. You tried. I'm still, I'm like, I was a big fan of black eyed peas when I was little, though, so I'm like, fire as fuck. If you had, uh, like, one spot that you would say, fuck it, I'm gonna live in it next year, what would it be? Mm, honestly, I. Probably, like, Miami. I've been like, I've been, I don't know why though. Like, I've had a couple of my producers like move out there and they've like been like, oh, you gotta come out here. I'm like, 
okay, I don't know shit about Miami. I've never Miami's really been outside Miami. the West Coast, but like, yeah. it'd be like Miami and New York. Miami's a vibe. Yeah. I would honestly, I would have straight said Chicago. It's just too damn cold. I'm gonna need to make this now. <laughs> I don't need, I don't need this. Yeah, but they, they got a, they have a crazy blue scene and like that's. I've always wanted to at least visit. I really want to see their Halloween statue. I'm a very. I feel like I've mentioned him like four times. I'm a very big Halloween. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I heard him. So. He's a he's a very famous uh, blues musician. I like. Fine. Yeah, he's he's real. Hot or cold? Hot or cold? Hot. Hmm. Hot. Easy. <laughs> Just fucking. No, I'd rather yeah. melt. Yeah. I'm melting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I feel like that's like the island of me, though. Yeah, like, it's just, it's a you need the, yeah, you need the warmth. What's um, one of the things that's like motivating you, keeping you creative during like the quarantine? Oh, my team, easily. Like, it, it'd be very easy for me to just sit down and be like, fuck, like, this all sucks, this sucks, this sucks. You want me to be hella pessimistic, but it's like, at the end of the day, I'm like, I look around me, and I have so many talented people around me, and who like, believe in me so much that it's like impossible for me to falter, because as soon as I'm like, damn like why would I ever you feel me there's a million people I want to be a singer why would I be the one that made it and then I look around I'm like all these people think you can make it why are you the one that's like being like oh like what the fuck you know what I mean so it's like yeah so that that feeling goes away real fast now because it's just like I I have too many people around me that have like told me since a kid like even the kids I've I've met uh, after not talking to them uh, that like I grew up with in Stockton are like damn like you really finna do this, and it's like yeah. that's a good feeling to have, like talking to people from kindergarten who would be like, "Oh, like, you know, that you're my inspiration, you're dope, like this and this." And I'm like, "Damn, like I'm cool, shit." Oh, yeah, I'm hey, I used to look up to you, fuck. Embrace your blessing for sure. Yeah. I feel like one thing I can hear from your music is that you took it serious, like you put in the Absolutely. time, you put in the work, and it shows. Like not only Thank do you me. have like affinity, like a skill for it, but like you also put in the work, and mm-hmm. that's. That's it's, it makes it makes a difference. Like, yeah. Awesome shit. Thank you. Yeah, and you got a story to tell these young girls, man, not to give up. You know what I'm saying? Keep you pushing on your dreams, you know. Yeah, and you I, can I break your whole face. You know what I'm saying? You can break a hole in your face, and you can fucking come back better than I that. Fuck, I fuck all this up. All that up. Doing great. You know what I'm saying? See, <laughs> point. Hey. You know what I'm saying? And last question. My name is Angeli, and I'm a motherfucking. Rockstar. Rockstar, bitch. Hey, <laughs> shout out Duty Water, man. And if shout you ain't Duty Water, bitch. If you, if you ain't Zooty bitch, you ain't Bootify, man. Get you some Zooty water, man. Shout out Zooty. Alkaline water, purified, pure love. Hey, I thought that was bullshit. Well. That water's hella good. That shit is delicious, motherfucker. It's delicious. Shine it, eight. Keep that shit in the got. sun, drink it. Sip that and all that. That's some good-ass yeah. water. Oh, yeah. We just added some new songs to our playlist, you know what I'm saying? Check yes, them sir. out, you know what I'm saying? Apple Music, Spotify. Yeah, where can we find you at before we wrap up out of here? Everywhere, title, Spotify, Apple Music, Angeliasha.com. It's A-N-J-A-L-I-A-S-H-A.com. I'm really used to doing radio interviews because that just kind of came out of my mouth. Uh, this is not your regular interview. Man. This is a I'm like, I think we can just baby. write it. Shit. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, no, uh, fucking everywhere. I'm uh, at Angeliasha on socials. It's at Angeliasha underscore. For sure. Hey, I appreciate you coming through. Thank you nice. so I much for having you me. Guys. Sure. Definitely. Yeah. 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 yeah, this was Cloud House Sessions, man. We tapping in with y'all later, man. For sure. 2021 is up. Take it to a whole nother land. I hope you ain't got any other plans. And if you do, drink, cancel it.